Hello everyone and welcome to the NBA Player Prop Show for Christmas Day, a huge day in the basketball world. My name is Dylan Bird here once again on the Sports Bird Podcast. And first, I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. I hope everyone has a great day, however they're celebrating, wherever they're celebrating. Hope everyone has a phenomenal holiday. So, just wanted to talk about NBA Christmas a little bit. I love Christmas Day on the NBA. It's right up there with Thanksgiving football for me. And I'm excited to talk about this five-game slate that we got today. You know, I used I, I think it used to be marketed a little bit, bit better. I used to love when they used to have the individual jerseys for each team, the Christmas Day jerseys. Used to love when the Knicks play on, played on Christmas, given the fact that I'm a Knicks fan. But now, unfortunately, because the Knicks are so bad, they do not play on Christmas. That sucks, but we ha do have five quality games that we're going to get into today and eight player props that we're going to talk about. Now, first few things I wanted to talk about before we get started and right into the props. So, Early in the season, it is very, very hard to read the props, especially with the limited preseason that we had. We only had two to four preseason games for each team, so tough to read the rotations, you know, with all the moves happening so soon. We didn't see any summer league, we didn't see any preseason, so it's, you know, tough to judge the rotations off of one regular season game and a couple of preseason games right now. I did do a NBA player prop show the other night for opening night on Tuesday night. I went two and three on those picks. Abaka hit by like a point or a point and a half. Montrez missed by like a point or a point and a half. Kawhi missed by a half point. Kyrie hit by a point and a half, even though he got pulled in the third quarter, he only hit by a point and a half. So a lot of really, really close calls on opening night. And I'm looking forward to the sweats tomorrow. Hopefully we're on the right side of all the sweats. But first, just wanted to remind you that I do have a Patreon, if you didn't know already, just formed last week. And I'm really, really excited to continue to get that going. Right now, the Patreon is NFL player props for all non-Sunday football. So, like, for example, if you wanted to know player props for the Vikings-Saints game today, I have a player prop podcast on the Patreon that talks about the game today. For Saturday football, which is tomorrow, I'll talk about the three games on that podcast on the Patreon, and I'll talk about my props for there. Obviously, I have my show that's released every single Friday on Salvetri's YouTube channel, which is for Sunday NFL player props. That will remain there for everyone however this week there is no player prop show because of christmas there's too many videos everything just jumbled with the christmas day schedule so i'll likely have additional player props on my patreon as well so be sure to check out the link in the bio be sure to check out my patreon link in the bio below in addition you could follow me on twitter at sports underscore bird this is where i'll be giving my commentary on all the player props i have in it's also where i will update the player props so for example as the games are going on tomorrow you know, we have five games, so after and before, I'll talk about all the player props. I'll possibly add player props. I'll possibly subtract player props. I'll possibly sub a new one in for another one. This is all going to depend on injuries, depending on last-second stuff that happens during the game, starting lineups. I may switch a few things around, so be sure to be following me on Twitter, at sports underscore bird, for updates. In addition, be sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Just form this channel in the fall early in the fall so it is pretty new so liking and subscribing really really helps me out and is much appreciated now let's get started and let's get into our eight player props that we have this week the first player prop that we're going to talk about today we are looking at brandon ingram's rebounding line which is at five and a half in this game against the miami heat this is the only player prop that i am putting in for the heat and pelicans game but that being said 
looking at Ingram now, his rebounding has gone better almost every single season of his career. It's at least trending upwards. His rookie season, he averaged 4.0 per game. Sophomore season averaged 5.3 per game. And then third season averaged 5.1 per game. So that was the only season where it didn't increase. But then it went up from 5.1 to 6.1 last season. So that trend is continuing to go up. And he puts up nine rebounds in the season opener against the Toronto Raptors. So even if his rebounding does stay the same this year and kind of levels out at that six, 6.1 high fives range levels out there, I still think this is great value because this is technically this is over five and a half rebounds. And if he's averaging six rebounds per game, I think the value here is good. On DraftKings, it is plus 102. So I like the value there. And I like Brandon Ingram's over five and a half rebounds in this game against the Miami Heat. Now, moving on to our second player prop that we are going to talk about today, we move to the Warriors-Bucks game. Warriors looking to recover from what was a brutal opening day performance against the Brooklyn Nets where they lost by 26 points. And I'm looking at Steph Curry's over under 25.5 points in this game. In 30 minutes played against the Brooklyn Nets, Curry scored only 20 points, 7 of 21 from the field, 2 for 10 from 3. I have a feeling that this could be a pretty rough season for the Warriors, given the fact that Klay Thompson is out. Draymond Green is pretty banged up right now. I think that Oubre and Wiggins kind of clash a little bit. They shot horribly the other night. And if at least one of them does not figure it out, then they are going to struggle tremendously this season. That being said, because they're going to struggle, because Klay Thompson is out, because Draymond's out, Curry is going to you know, try to do a lot of things himself. So he's going to try to take a ton of shots this season. He took 21 shots in 30 minutes the other night against the Nets. Almost half of those were threes. As I said before, he took 10 threes in that game, and he only made two. So if he's going to shoot 20 to 25 shots every single game, I do expect him to be a lot more efficient. I mean, we're talking about Steph Curry. He's not going to shoot 7 for 21 every game. He's not going to shoot 2 for 10 from 3 every single game. He shot bad in that game against the Nets and still put up 20 points. If the Warriors could somewhat keep this game close going into the fourth quarter and not get blown out, I think Curry goes to 33 or 34 minutes in this game. I think he'll once again take 20 to 25 shots in this game. And if he just shoots a little bit better than what he did the other night, he's going to hit the over 25 and a half points in this game against the Milwaukee Bucks. I think a number like this is just way too low for the caliber of player that Steph Curry is. And as a result, I do think he hits his over here against the Bucks, as long as the Warriors could keep this game somewhat close to the point where he'll be playing in the fourth quarter. The third player prop that we are going to look at in this game is from this Bucks Warriors game. And it is Dante DiVincenzo's points prop, which is at 10.5 in this game against the Golden State Warriors. So like I said earlier in the video and in my last video, it's very hard to read the slate when you've had limited preseason, no summer league, uh, you know, just one regular season game so far. It's very early in the season. It's hard to get a read on rotations, especially when all these moves just happened so recently and you're not hearing a ton of news, you know, not a ton of practices to hear. All right, well, this guy's going to start. You know, the coaches don't have a ton of time to evaluate. So these rotations are going to be all over the place at the beginning of the year. Now, that being said, so what I'm trying to do here with these lines is I'm trying to look at guys who are going to get an increased opportunity this year because if you know that people are going to get an increased opportunity this season, it may take a little bit of time for the books and the lines to adjust to that. So one of these guys that I see is getting an increased opportunity this season, and it's taking the books a long time to adjust to it, is Dante DiVincenzo. So the bench in Milwaukee is very, very shallow this year. They're bringing you know, guys like Bobby Portis off the bench. Uh, they were bringing even Sam Merrill off the bench the other day, who was a late second-round pick for them, Utah State star. But, I mean, the fact that they're bringing that guy off the bench 
and they're expected to be a championship contender tells you all that you need to know. The bench is very, very shallow. No disrespect to Sam Merrill, who could end up being a solid role player in the league, but to bring a late second-round pick off the bench as a contending team and, you know, have guys like Bobby Porters, DJ Wilson, stuff like that as your top bench guys, that's not a great look. So DiVincenzo is going to see a lot more minutes this season and a lot more opportunity, more shots. Bottom line, you know, that's the bottom line here. Um, his over-under at 10.5, that's set as it would be last year. In his first game this season, Dante DiVincenzo had 15 points on 11 shots. He took four threes also in 27 minutes. Last year, Dante DiVincenzo averaged 9.2 points per game on 7.7 .7 shots per game in 23 minutes per game. So you saw that slight increase in the first game. I do think that this increase is here to stay. He did start in this game, and I think that all those numbers are going to go up this year. As a result, I just think that this number is way, way too low. I think there's a lot of value here, and I think he hits his over 10.5 points in this game against the Golden State Warriors. The next player prop that we're going to talk about today is rookie James Wiseman's points prop, which is at over under 9.5 in this game against the Milwaukee Bucks. So the third prop we have from this Warriors-Bucks game. Like I said, I'm using a similar strategy for Wiseman as I did DiVincenzo. Now, Wiseman started off slow here in his NBA debut. He had no summer league, no preseason games because he did have COVID, but he got acclimated very fast. He started the game, uh, didn't really look like he knew what he was doing. And I know a lot of people were saying, oh, like, how could this guy have been the second pick? Like, I'll be honest. I was one of those guys that was like, how'd they take this guy over LaMelo Ball? Well, it was easy to see by the end of the game why he did go top two. He scored 19 points on 13 shots in 24 minutes. So he ended up recovering very, very nicely from a very slow start in that game and ended up putting up some pretty solid stats in his NBA debut and like legit, legit NBA debut. He had never played a summer league game, never played a preseason game, only played, you know, three games in Memphis. For a guy to have that little experience and come in and put these numbers up 19 and 6 in only 24 minutes in his first game, that's pretty, pretty impressive. So like DiVincenzo here, I'm looking at a low line here, which is nine and a half points. He scored 19 in his first game as, you know, first game as an NBA player, just getting acclimated to everything in just 24 minutes. I think Wiseman is going to play a decent amount of minutes. He's going to have to because between the size of Giannis, between the size of Lopez, I mean, Golden State will get killed on the interior if Wiseman doesn't play a lot of minutes. So I do expect him to be in the mid-20s. And as I said, again, him scoring 19 is very, very impressive as a result of him just playing a lot of minutes, getting more acclimated to the game, you know, had a lot of garbage time minutes last week to get used to things. I'm taking the over here strictly because I think he'll get too many minutes, too many shots, too many opportunities for him to hit the under unless he goes unbelievably cold. I think he's going to have to play if Golden State wants to contend in this game. Again, I think he plays 25-ish minutes, has again 10 to 13 shots in this game, and as long as he's somewhat efficient, he should hit this over 9.5 points in this game. The next player props that we're going to talk about, we have a double and they're both for Kyrie Irving. It's his points total and his three-pointers total, which is at 23.5 and 2.5 respectively. I had Kyrie Irving at 24 and a half points last game. I had the over and it was pretty much free money. I mean, the guy had 24 points at halftime, ended up scoring 26 because he basically didn't play the last 17 or so minutes of the game because it was a blowout. It was one of the most efficient 26 points you would ever see. He played only 25 minutes, took only 16 shots, and yet scored 26 points. And like I said in my last video, this could be the best year of Kyrie Irving's career. And the reason is because he's playing under the Steve Nash, 
Mike D'Antoni offense. And we know that point guards thrive in the Mike D'Antoni system. The pace of play is ridiculous. They're going to take a ton of shots and a ton of shots fast. They're going to take a ton of threes. Kyrie took seven three-pointers in just 25 minutes in his first game, and he made four of them. That's around the amount of threes on average that he's taken per game in the past. But I think that this is going to continue, and I think he may even take a few more threes just because this Steve Nash, Mike D'Antoni, fast-paced, get shots off quick type of offense. This is also great value for his three-pointers. His three-pointers line is at plus 102 to go over on DraftKings. I have no idea how the odds makers could have watched that game against the Warriors and said, you know what, we're going to lower Kyrie Irving's points total by you know, a point, and we're going to you know, keep his three points prop at 2.5. I mean, Kyrie Irving looked unbelievable the other day. You saw him kind of taking over a little bit for KD. I expect KD to kind of, you know, be, you know, slowly getting back into it as the season goes on, just because, you know, he is coming off that Achilles tear, the hardest injury to come back from in basketball. So I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play, you know, he shouldn't be playing 30 plus minutes a night, Kevin Durant. And if he, if he does, it's going to be the low 30s. Like I, I think Kyrie Irving is going to be the first option for the beginning of this season. And Kyrie looked like he's going to be unbelievable in this Brooklyn Nets, Mike D'Antoni, Steve Nash system. I just think that based on what I saw the other night, there's no way I could pass up on this at great value. I like the over 23.5 points in this game and the over 2.5 three-pointers in this game. Now, I know that it's a tough matchup against the Boston Celtics, but... For guys like Kyrie Irving, I don't think it matters that much. I know Marcus Smart, if he's guarding him, Marcus Smart, one of the best defenders in the league. But Kyrie Irving, I mean, we've seen the guy's handles. He could, you know, score on any single player in the league. And I think he does that, especially in the system where they're going to be getting up a ton of points. So I like the over for both points and over for three-pointers. Our seventh player prop that we are going to talk about today, we are looking at LeBron's points plus rebounds plus assist line, which is at 38.5 in this game against the Dallas Mavericks. The first player prop that we're talking about from this 8 p.m. Lakers-Mavericks game. So LeBron James averaged 25.3 points per game, 10.2 assists per game, and 7.8 rebounds per game last year, which added up to 43.3 points plus rebounds plus assists. Now, I understand that LeBron is not going to play a ton of minutes to start this season. It was the shortest offseason in pro sports history. He is about to be 36 years old. They're going to be cautious. They're going to rest him a lot. He did play 28 minutes in night one, and he had 22-5-5. So still a really, really good night for LeBron on limited minutes. Um, And that adds up to 32 points plus rebounds plus assists in that opening night. However, as my guy, Worldwide Wob, Rob Perez says, there are certain games that LeBron shows up to. When LeBron sees everyone talking about a guy or everyone talking about a guy coming for his throne like everyone is talking about Luka Doncic is going to be the next best player in the league and he very well might be Luka Doncic the favorite for MVP you know LeBron is going to show up in this game Luka is the MVP favorite as I said and I expect LeBron to take care of the Mavericks take care of Luka I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron plays a few extra minutes in this game prime time Christmas day against a future star LeBron is here to show that he you know, he's, he's still here. And I mean, I I don't, I don't mean to sound like one of these Skip Bayless, Max Kellerman, who's, you know, not talking based on stats and just talking based on theory, but like, this is a legit thing with LeBron. He will legitimately show up for games where there's a future star or people say that they're coming for his throne. Like he will show up for this game. And, you know, based on what he averaged last season, I don't expect him to take a huge downturn from that this year. I mean, he's LeBron James. So if he has a, you know, 20, four, eight, and seven day, 
that'll get the job done. Just to give you an idea of how low this line is, I think he could be somewhere possibly towards like 26, 10, and 9. But if he has a 24, 8, and 7 day, like that would get it done. So I think that LeBron James goes over 38.5 points plus rebounds plus assists in this game against the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic. The eighth and final player prop that we're going to talk about today, we're looking at Michael Porter Jr.'s points prop, which is at 15.5 in the late game against the Los Angeles Clippers, the only prop that we have in this game. So Michael Porter Jr. is another version of Dante DiVincenzo and James Wiseman as a guy who didn't get a ton of opportunity in the past. Now, obviously, Wiseman is a rookie, but you know what I mean. A guy who's going to have increased opportunity this year that many people, I guess I should say, you know, people are expecting it, but the bookmakers may not have, you know, recognized it yet. The lines may not have adjusted to it yet. Michael Porter Jr. is a guy who could possibly take a huge leap this season. A lot of people expect him to possibly be most improved player. He started in the Nuggets' first game of the season, played 30 minutes, scoring 24 points on 15 shots. He also had seven three-point attempts, so he shoots a three a lot. He only played 16.4 minutes per game last year and averaged 9.3 points per game. Obviously, with him starting, this is going to significantly go up. I think he's going to average 18 to 20 points per game on the season. So for a guy who's going to average 18 to 20, for a guy who's going to get a lot of shots this year, shoot a lot of threes, 15.5 is way too low. I mean, I, I, could, I, I don't really have a ton more details to go into. I think it's this simple for Michael Porter Jr. I just think this line is way, way too low. And I think that the line is underestimating how much of an impact he is going to have on this Denver Nuggets team this year. So I like the over 15.5 points in this game against the Los Angeles Clippers. And that's a wrap for the NBA Player Prop Show for Christmas Day. This is the second ever NBA Player Prop Show. So you guys are more than welcome to give me a ton of feedback in the comments more than welcome to talk about the picks that you like tonight. I just want to hear ways that I can improve this show, make it better, because like I said, this is only the second show I'm doing for NBA. I've done a ton of NFL ones this year on Sal's channel and on my Patreon, um, but I want to know what things could make it better. What more do you want me to talk about? Do you want me to add props? Like what? Like I want to hear anything that can make this show better. So if you're watching this, be sure to comment. Let me know not only props that you like for today, for Christmas Day, but also let me know ways that I can improve the show. Really looking forward to doing a lot of these this year. I love the NBA. I love player props. Great to combine both these things for this show. So, you know, I'm really excited to get going with that this year. In addition, be sure to like this video if you haven't already and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. It really helps me out. Be sure to check out my Patreon in the link in the description below. If you want NFL player prop podcasts for non-Sunday football and then also turning to NBA player prop podcasts once the NFL season ends. In addition, be sure to follow me on Twitter at sports underscore bird for commentary about my props, additions, subtractions, um, subbing in a prop for another based on, you know, late minute, last minute injuries, last minute starting lineup changes. I will be looking at all that and possibly making adjustments to these props. So be sure to be following me on Twitter there at sports underscore bird. That is all we got today. So goodbye, everyone. Merry Christmas and good luck with your prop betting on Christmas Day.